Yo, what's good? It's your boy Vaughn, and you're listening to my boy John on the John Effect Podcast. to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 260. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I'm your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Cena, your master of ceremonies, Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, Juancito Fuego, the young OG, Cheekbone Jones, three-button poppy, bro, Olivia Pope, BKA, being hot, get you the MVP, staying hot, get you Hall of Fame, and you guys know what I'm gunning for. So let's kick it into some housekeeping. First and foremost, if you're not following the kid on Twitter, please do so. Follow me at John EFX. Please, please, please use the official hashtag when listening to this show. Um, I would greatly appreciate that. It helps potential new listeners, a new set of eyes on the show. Also, when you're on Twitter and you see the links for the podcast, please, please, please press the heart icon um, so that I can pop up on other people's you know, timelines. You can follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at The John Effect. If Facebook.com is your thing, go over to Facebook.com forward slash The John Effect facts podcast um if you want to email the show i'm all for that i'm super interactive you can email the show at the john effect podcast at gmail.com also you know i give advice i've been on this planet for 38 years listen to your handsome uncle john send me you know questions feedback Anything and everything under the sun, and I will definitely get back with you. Um, remember, you can listen to the podcast so many different places. Of course, there's Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, um, write a review. Rate the show four or five stars. You can listen to the show on um, Spotify. You can listen to the show on iHeartRadio. You can listen to the show on Overcast, Acast, Pocketcast, um, Google Podcast. There are so many different places you can listen to this show. Spread the word. Word of mouth still works to this day. Um, some personal effects. I want to dedicate this episode to my brother in podcasting, um, Curtis Trelificent of Gay Side Stories. I still cannot believe that it has been two years um, since we lost you, my brother. Like, not a day goes by where I don't think about you. Like, our friendship was so important to me, and you are definitely missed. So we're going to take a moment of silence um, to reflect on that. All right, guys, so 
switching things up, switching gears, taking a different direction, shifting gears a little bit. Um, this is the final week of when I was 17. Um, so today's episode is a double header. Uh, you know, Trolling Tuesday, we have Mike Perkins and Spence on the same episode. And then closing things out, the series finale with Jackie, uh, my partner in crime. But yeah, it, it's been a great experience with Wayne. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, thank you. Of course, of course. I'm well. I'm glad to have you on the show finally. So let the listeners know a little bit about you before we, you know, crack things open with when I was 17. Okay, cool. So Mike Perkins, I'm a West Side of Detroit representer. Um I'm a uh I'm a fellow podcaster like John. Uh you know, love uh creating content. I do it mostly with my brother and we do a podcast. Uh my opinions are like podcasts. Um I do some content by myself, but mostly that's just with me and my brother. And we're on, you know, we're mostly on YouTube and on uh Facebook and we do a lot of Instagram clips. Um most of the content is really relationship based. Uh, we talk about, you know, dynamics between men and women. Uh, we have a lot of fun with that. And, I, you know, you know, in the process, I make sure that I piss people off, of which I'm sure John understands that that is my that's my. Norm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, um, yes. And that and, and, and that's what we do. Um, yeah, that's and, and that's the kind of content that I love creating. Not mostly salacious. Some of it is, you know, some of it is informative. Some of it is just really good, good conversation. But for the most part, that's what we, that's what I do, and that's what I do with my brother. Okay, good, good, good. So we're gonna kick things off. What year were you seventeen? I was seventeen in nineteen ninety-seven. Okay, all right. <laughs> let me just, let me just say this. You are one of the first, no, I'm sorry. You are the second person that I have had this, you know, segment with that I didn't feel so old because let me tell you. So when I've been doing this segment, I'm asking people when they're 17 and they're like, oh yeah, I was 17 in 2005. I was 17 in 2006. I'm like, yo, I'm just getting out of college at that time. Like I was 17 back in 2000. So Thank you for uh, sharing that you were 17 in the 90s. Uh, yes. So this will definitely make for an interesting uh, dialogue. So follow-up question to that. This is three words to describe yourself when you were 17. So think of it like this. So when you were 17, what three words would you have used to describe you then? And then I'm going to flip it and ask you a follow-up to that. Okay. So 17. Uh, first word that comes to mind is awkward. Right. It's right. <laughs> so awkward. Uh, I was pretty smart. Okay. Smart. And uh, I was kind. Okay. Yeah. Three good words. I think okay. those are good words. So the flip of that, now where you are in life, would you use those same three words to describe you looking back at 17 or would you use different words? Uh, same three words. Same exact three words. Matter of fact, Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, the consistency. I'm here for it. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna follow up with think back. I know it's, it's 17. It's been a while for some of us. What was something that you absolutely despised when you were 17? Um, and I despised when I was 17. Yeah. Uh, see, high school. I didn't like high school. Why is that? <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't like high. I just did. I didn't. My first few years, I didn't really have a good go of it. Okay. It wasn't until probably um, like maybe 11th grade, like, you know, as I'm turning 17, right. that I actually, you know, in, enjoyed it somewhat. But the first couple of years was was were horrible. You know, and it was it was me. It was awkward. Me. I was just yeah, awkward. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it was it was just horrible for me. I was very awkward. I had a very uh tough time in high school. But other than that, life was pretty good. My family was great. I loved my my brothers and my mom and my dad and everything else was great. It's just high school wasn't all that fun because I was I was super awkward. But that's yeah, the one thing I did despise was that. I feel you because you know, 
a lot of our peers and some of the listeners, they don't understand being in high school in the 90s. Like, it's like, really? We're like the late 1900s. Like, we were in high school in the 90s. That is a completely different beast than being in high school in 2000, 2010s. Um, So who was one of the most overrated, overhyped celebrities in your opinion when you were 17? When I was 17, um, the most overhyped, uh, probably Puff Daddy. I, I agree. And why, why, why would you say that Puff Daddy was one of the most overrated celebrities, overhyped celebrities? So it was right, like 97, you know, that was right when, when Big had passed right. and Pac had passed. That was, I think that was the, the next year, like one year Pac passed and then next year Big had passed, Yeah, you know, in that year. And I'll be missing you happened, right? And yeah. it was like, it blew up like crazy. But it was like one of those things where it's just like, he wasn't a great anything. Like nope. He wasn't a great rapper. He wasn't necessarily the best producer because he didn't really push any buttons. He didn't play any instruments. And uh, he, his his thing was, I just, I make it hot. Whatever that means. And he was just, now, I'm a, like, I'm saying all of this. I'm a fan. So, like, right. it's not like I'm not a fan. But it, it was one of those things where it was like, he just had the perfect storm of things that kind of happened. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, 20 million records later, you know what I'm saying? he's He's him. But it would probably be a mixture of him and let me see if I can think of anybody else. Okay. Uh, probably him. Probably just Puff. That's the only thing I can think of. Immediately when you said overhyped, I was like, yeah, Diddy. Probably Diddy. And he wasn't Diddy then. He was Puffy, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I, yeah, no. I, on the same way, like, on that one. So the next question is a two-part question. So mm-hmm. say we're in the same space at 17. Who was someone when you were 17 – that was hot that you're like, they're always going to be hot. So when I'm in my thirties or I'm in my forties, they're still going to be hot. That's the first part. Second part is who is someone you're surprised that was hot when you were 17. That's still hot today. Okay. So I got to say for the first answer, Puff, you know what I mean? Like I I just kind of what he was doing made it make sense that he was just going to be, you know, popular forever. Right. I mean, um, I mean, it just seemed like because he attached himself to so much talent, it was just like, well, this is never going to go anywhere. Um, He's going to be this forever. And let's see, and who was I wrong, not necessarily wrong about, but who am I surprised is still popping today? Um, I, you know what? I, I can't think of somebody who is who who made it that long that it was a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. generally speaking, people make it and they make it because they're they're somewhat talented. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I can't think of, I can't think of a person right now. I might I might come back to that. It might pop up. <laughs> OK, no worries. So this next question and kind of put a pin in it because it's going to tie into something after we finish recording at okay. 17. Where did you see yourself at 30? Um, I saw myself with with uh with facial hair. Okay. <laughs> and um, let's see here. Facial hair, probably a little taller than I am now. Right. And um maybe because I didn't see myself with kids. Okay. I thought that maybe at the, I thought that maybe at that point I would be like teaching math. That's what I thought I'd be doing okay. at 17. I thought I'd be somewhere teaching math with facial hair and a little taller than I am now. Um, possibly, a, you know, a girlfriend, you know, wife situation. But I, right. I didn't see myself with kids. I didn't see myself with anything in particular, but certainly teaching, teaching something. And then, uh, yeah, a little taller with some facial hair. That guy. Okay, I respect it. Who are some of your celebrity crushes when you were 17? Oh, this one is easy. Okay. So uh so um Chili. Okay. TLC. Um of course, like Holly Berry, that's everybody's. Of course. Who was a who was a a one of them that was that was kind of like left of that? 
Oh, I mean, it was it was 97. I'm pretty sure she was out there in Topanga. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. She okay, so Boy Meets World was out. Yeah, Tep- Topanga. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and there's obvious ones like you know, like Ash, you know, uh, Tatiana Ali and stuff yeah. like that. But those are the three I can remember vividly. You know what I'm saying? Being like, man, hey, they this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right. Yeah, yeah. Those, those three. Those three. Okay. So as a 17 year old, how did you approach sex? How how did you look at sex through the lens of a 17 year old? Man, it was weird. So at 17, I thought, and this is again, this is attached to my awkwardness. Okay. I thought that the only way to have sex with a woman is to be in a committed relationship with her. Right. At 17. I was, I was, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling, I'm just telling the truth. That's just okay. what the truth is. I appreciate it. So, so that's what I thought. So my approach to that was very um it was it was it was um what was that uh what's the word i'm looking at I, I approached it like it was this romantic like big thing when it right. wasn't because like when i got when i got to college you know everybody anybody who went to college it was fuck fest 2000 whenever whatever year you were <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? but at I, I thought that that's what it was you know what i mean and i thought that just because that's what I thought, because anybody who talked about it only talked about it in the context of this is my girlfriend, you know, and rarely did I hear a dude talk about, oh, I just hit it. You know, right. what I mean, at the athletes, I just thought, you know, the athletes, the, the more popular dudes, but mostly how I saw sex was it's only in a context of a committed relationship with somebody who you who you like or love that kind of thing, you know, and I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. I, I, I can't believe how wrong I was. <laughs> no, but I get it. I get where you're coming from because I think it's also generational wise. So mm-hmm. when you're a teenager in the nineties, it's completely different being a teenager in subsequent decades. So I, I can understand where you're coming from. Initially I'm like relationship. But then I think back, I'm like, we weren't, at, I mean, maybe some of us were, in that promiscuous space, but I really want to say it was the courtship process to get in the draw. So I get it. So I definitely um, respect that. So we're gonna we're gonna turn it up just a little bit. So at okay. seventeen, how did you navigate through race relations, racism, any topics of race? Okay, so I'm from the west side of Detroit. Um, it's mostly, and I think at that time it was like 90, almost 90% black probably, but it was very high, mostly black. So race really, I didn't really deal with racism because I was the majority. So how I dealt with it was really, it was all theory. It was like this idea that there's somebody out there trying to hold you down. (laughs) Right. And there, I didn't, I didn't necessarily witness it because it, everything that I was around was a bunch of black people and that white people didn't, you know, it's not like they didn't see me as, you know, this, this nigga or whatever, you know what I mean? But they may have, it's just that I wouldn't have known because I, I've never was around them enough to actually deal with it. Most of the white people I dealt with though were, were pretty kind, you know, right. but I knew that I knew that it existed. Cause I went to like the school I went to was, I went to, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, junior senior high school. So it was like one of those things where we talked about it all the time. And we always dealt with like, like when I was in high school, so a lot of big things happened. So the OJ trial was a big thing that happened. That was like 94. That was my freshman year of college, freshman year of high school. And that sort of put racism like in my face because it was a lot of things happening all at the same time. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, it's a celebrity guy who probably did it. He killed a, a white girl and people are making it a race thing. People are rooting for him if you're black, but he probably did. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah, was, no, it no, just, I, I was there. I, remember, I definitely remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like my first introduction to it. But like I say, as far as like racism, like I really didn't deal with it in school. I right. did know this, though. I did know this. Detroit has suburban lines. And that any time I stepped outside of those lines, you know, um, like eight mile, I'm, you know, I'm pretty everybody knows eight mile road or whatever. If you yeah. go past eight mile and even a little further, because you got to go really far to just for it to all be white, you kind of knew you better act right. 
Because oh, okay. you know they might they might they might fuck you up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you might get fucked up out that. But that's like the thing. But it's like I rarely went that far, so I really didn't have to deal with any like racism or race issues until I went to college. I went to an all white college. It was like ninety seven percent white. Yeah, I, I I can definitely relate to that. I went to a very peed up guy myself. Uh, next question: What is the craziest thing that you did at seventeen? Uh, to, we, me and my brother took my mom's car. Uh, oh, we, okay. yeah, we took her car. She went to like, she went out of town and, uh, my brother, my younger brother already, you know, had a plan and, okay. you know, he already was like, yeah, well, I got these keys and, uh, she left the car. We took the car and we had the most fun I ever had in my life. But like, neither of us had like an actual license. Oh. So it was like we was riding around having the greatest time of our lives. And like when we got home, my granny was there. My brother was cursing me out. My mom eventually came back and she oh. had, it, had, had it. Well, we took the car, but it was the most like it was the most fun. I think I had like all that, like all of 17. I can't imagine there's anything even close to that fun. I, we went to the movies. We went to the mall. You know what I'm saying? We had we had a ball. We had a ball. And yeah, that was the craziest thing I did. I didn't do a lot of crazy stuff, but like that was the one you okay. know, immediately. Yeah. Okay. So think of where we are now as far as technology goes. Where did you see technology going at 17? And are you surprised to where we're at now? Or what are some what are some things that you're like, damn, I wish that would have come to fruition, but it didn't? Yeah. Uh so I thought that cars would be flying by now. I did. I thought I that did cars too. would be flying by. <laughs> and, I really did. It is so crazy because it's like I'm not even like I, I would if if it was 1997 and you told me, well, by 2021, 22, you know, cars are not going to be flying at 17. I would be disappointed. But like now I'm just like, nah, we don't need flying cars. Niggas can't even drive. Like We don't, we don't need all that pressure of the air. You know what I mean? And people are still crashing into, you know, into, you know, immovable, you know, non-movable objects so nah but like flying cars is the thing that i can think of i probably thought that we were going to have chips in our heads by now oh okay yeah i thought that you know what i mean because people were just saying it. like you know oh, they're gonna try to put a chip in in your head you know what i mean because yeah. we just started getting uh cell phones right you know i'm old enough to like know that there weren't like really cell phones like that you know like you had car phones but not a lot yeah. of like cell phones like the car phone was like the the big joint that you see like when you see the old nwa uh yeah interviews and whatnot yeah, yeah like I, I was around for those and i saw you know cell phones eventually you know what i mean be a part of like everybody has a cell phone my kids have cell phones you know what i mean that right. kind of thing yeah but nah, I, I i i would be disappointed if you told me that those things didn't happen when i was 17 but since i'm living now I kind of understand why those things don't exist because it's just like, yeah, we're not ready for that. But I will say this, the things that do surprise me is all of the like, like how we like the iPad or, you know, like the, the Kindle, all yeah. the stuff that, you know, all the apps and things, stuff that I would never think. Uber is a very weird thing. If I'm, I'm with you, I'm surprised. I'm like, yeah. Like I thought cabs would just be it forever, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea of a of a of a stranger picking you up or picking your kids up, because some yeah, people nah. use Uber people use Uber to go get their kids and then bring their kids. Like, it's like the idea is just so weird. If you telling me that in 1997, I'm like, hell no, I wouldn't have my kids or even have myself. Like people are killers, but most people exactly. are decent people. So that we just, you know, we 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 got that now, and it and it's normal. Everybody has the app Lyft or Uber on their phone. So yeah, those are a couple of things that I think that, yeah, a couple of technology things that I think that would have been different. But you know, I don't know what I'm talking about ever. <laughs> okay. So two-part question, not too heavy. At 17, what was your favorite album? Who was your favorite music artist and why? Uh my favorite album at 17. Let's see, does it have to be like from that year? No, 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 no. This is open ended, so it could be an album that came out way before you were seventeen. But in seventeen, when you were seventeen, you're like, "This is my go to record. This is my comfort. This is my favorite album. My favorite person to listen to." Okay, so my favorite, my favorite, and it was a group. It was a tribe called Quest. 
Okay. That was my favorite group. And the, the favorite album was their album, Midnight Marauder. Okay. Uh, Midnight Marauder is just, you know, that's just, I listen to that all the time. And that's the, that, I, I played that to the point because I used to have tapes. Yeah. Date myself. You're making me sound old, John. I don't like this. I'm not. That, <laughs> that, was, that was the whole, that was the whole vibe of this whole segment from when I was 17 because I wanted the nostalgia because not all of us are in our 20s. Some of us are in our 40s. Some of us are in our late 30s. And I wanted to just pull from different experiences across, you know, the spectrum of, you know, people of color and how we were at 17. Word, word, word. I, it's, it's cool. It's cool. But I have never said so many old things at the same time. <laughs> I've, said, I've said NWA, cell phones, but no. The, the album that I listen to time and time again. And I still even go back and listen to it now. It was Midnight Marauder by uh, A Tribe Called Quest. And Tribe Called Quest was my favorite um, group or, you know, people who made music at that time. Right. No, that was definitely a good album. Um, so this is kind of a piggyback on an earlier question. So I don't want you to use the same answers. So who were some of the baddest bitches out in 17? 17. Let's see here. Ah, Destiny Child just came out. Yeah, they did. Destiny Child just came out. So them, certainly. I didn't know that they were, you know, two years younger than me. But, you know, when they came out, people, it, it definitely made people be like, hey, look at that. <laughs> look at what's going on there. Right, um, right. Let's see here. Uh, I I wanted, was, was Clueless out there? Cause I know that I know that Stacy Dash was always a thing. Yeah, it was. I I want to the movie had come out in '95. The television. I want to say the television show came out in '97. Yeah, so I, I'm so I'm pretty so I'm pretty sure Stacy Dash was a thing. And, yeah, Stacy Dash was definitely and, a thing in '97. And uh, and you know I, I remember uh, who was the, who was the girl? I'm saying I'm saying all these people's like stage names. Uh. Probably Hillary Banks. If I can remember, like, I can remember her being a thing, but I don't know if she was like the baddest. Who was the one that stood out in 97? Because I'm missing it. Um, okay, so I, I, it's funny because I, I wouldn't have thought Hillary Banks. So if I'm thinking back to 97, um, who I'm thinking is bad, I'm thinking Janet. I'm thinking Tyler. Yes. Okay. I'm thinking Tony Braxton. Tony um, Braxton. You, 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 now you've opened my mind. Those, those women. Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. And Tony Braxton is one of Ty. She is a part of that crush list. That okay. too. She's a part of that crush list. But her and all the aforementioned, you know what I'm saying? All the women you mentioned. That Those are definitely the ones. They, they, and, and, and look, the, the way that bad was then ain't now like because because we you know classic beauty was always a thing and it wasn't like you couldn't really do a lot of makeup then you know because tony braxton looks like tony braxton you know what i mean it's no you wouldn't see her you know in her regular life and then she not look like her so that's that means she's real attractive you know what i'm saying even even like with with uh you know beyonce and all that like they look like they look back then you know what i mean yeah, yeah and now yeah. it's just like i hope they look like they look but they probably don't they probably you know? don't yeah yeah, yeah. like you see got, when they... i when i think of tony Braxton, because you're saying you were you know 17 to 97 i think of the vibe magazine cover it's the white vibe magazine cover mm-hmm. she's on the cover and she's got like this i want to say it's a sheet or maybe a, something draping half of her body and half of her body is out there. It's like she's giving the illusion of nudity and i thought that was one of the sexiest images I remember as a teenager. So, yeah, you're right. Because Tony Braxton was a natural beauty. Those women of the 90s, natural beauties. Like, it wasn't a whole bunch of excess. It wasn't a whole bunch of makeup. It wasn't a whole bunch of wigs and shit. Well, mm-hmm. they were wigs. They looked natural. But, yeah, so I definitely understand where you're coming from. And that. Janet Jackson, the velvet uh, velvet rope cover. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's, I mean, I, I, I should have said that immediately. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that definitely was uh, you know, anytime, any place. Yep, yep, Janet Jackson, certainly. Okay, so uh switching gears a little bit, who are some of your biggest inspirations when you were 17? This can be personal, this can be, you know, professional, it can be famous people, it can be whoever, but 
who inspired you the most at 17 and why did they inspire you? Um, really, it was, it was like classmates. Um, so I had a group of people who, when I was 17, let's see, because I was 17, part of a, that was a 12th grade right. for me as well. So um, I had an AP calculus class, you know what I mean? And it was maybe, I want to say 13 other kids other than myself, 13, 14 kids. Right. And they were all just the smartest people in the world. And we would compete to see who can get the highest grade. And to give you like context, I had a 99.5% in the class. Okay. And that was, and that was fourth. Damn. Like, fourth. Yeah, okay. That was fourth. You know what I'm saying? The, the class, it was just ridiculous. Like, but all of those people are still the smartest people I probably ever met in my life. And we, we competed but it was never like one of those things where anybody put anybody down. It was just right. a healthy competition. And I always wanted to do that in a space where everybody's talented. We're not, you know, nobody sucks, but right. everybody right. is still pushing to be the greatest or be the best that they can be. And uh, yeah, like that was one of the biggest things that I had really going for me. And I, and those people, you know, were just, they, they were a joy to be around. They obviously were intelligent people and they went on to be, you know, what they were supposed to be. Like all of right. them, all of them, you know, everybody from that class, just everybody did great. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, so those, those people and that teacher, my uh, teacher, Mr. Carnegie. Okay. All right. So final question of the series. Mm. If you could go back and give your 17-year-old self three pieces of advice, what would you give yourself and why? Um, I would tell myself to uh let's see here. Okay. The I at by 17, I think I figured this out, but I would tell myself that girls like what other girls like, so that I all I only have to make one girl like me to be kind of in the girl, okay, you know, realm of girls. Cause I, I like I, I did, yeah, I didn't know that. It took a minute for me to recognize it, but once I knew it, I, I kept using it. It was it's the easy go-to. But girls like what other girls like. So you make one girl like you, you can make three like you, you make three, you can make, you know what I'm saying, uh however many. I would tell myself also, uh, you know, I was a kind person, but yeah. like I need to be assertive with, you know, be assertive with making friends. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, being as quiet as I was, I didn't really, I didn't, I had the friends that I had. But I didn't really out really go, you know, what I'm saying to make friends. So I would tell myself, you know, that and, you know, what else? Um, you know, don't. Uh, let's see. I don't be so hard on myself. You know, okay. don't be so hard on yourself. You know, I, I would think I, I used to think that 17 was so old. You know, I was, obviously that was the dumbest thing in the world, but like I used to think 17 was like, man, dog, I need to get my life together. <laughs> but it's just. In hindsight, I was just, you know, I was an idiot. I would tell myself that 17 is not that, 17 is not old at all. It's super young. You got like, hopefully you got another, you know, 70 years, you know, in the tank. So, you know, right. kind of don't, don't, uh, don't stress over being 17. It's not that deep. Okay. All right. So that's two. What's your third piece of advice? Let's see here. Um, let's see here. Um... Uh, I got a third piece of advice. Oh yeah, I, I would just I would tell myself sex is not only meant for, meant for committed relationships. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, like hey, you dope. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right for the callback. So, right. sir. This is the spotlight. This is your first time on the show. So the spotlight is on you. This is your time to talk your shit, promote your brand, and take us out on some positive. All right, cool. So uh, it is Mike. I'm one half of Mike and Vince Perkins, one half of MVP, one half of Opinions Are Like Podcasts. Most of our podcasts are visual, so we put a lot of our content on YouTube. You can see us on there at uh, Mike and Vince Perkins. If you just search MIC and Vince Perkins, uh, you, you will find us, all of our long-form episodes where you get to hear us talk a lot of 
talk a lot of stuff. Uh, you get to see me offend people. We got callers <laughs> that call in in the whole nine. It's super fun. We do it on a, you know, on a, we have it on Twitter. We have it on, you know, Instagram. We have it on all the places where you can be live. And, uh, and it's super, super duper fun. And we're Mike and Vince Perkins everywhere. So just check that out. Um, and let's see. And it's opinions. I like podcasts. That's the podcast. And let's see here. What else do I have? I don't know that I have anything else. Just, and, and if you look, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you are doing a great disservice to yourself. So Mike, I can Perkins, attest to that. You're missing out. <laughs> if you are not following this man on Twitter, you are missing out. Like I, I'm like, Okay. Yeah, and, and, okay. And just for people, it's not because like people think that I'm sexist. It's not, I'm not sexist. It's just autocorrect is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Autocorrect okay. is crazy as much. Okay. Sometimes I'm actually typing something very different and then it'll autocorrect me. Okay. <laughs> and I have to put that out. So like, don't think that it's, it's not just sexist stuff. Sometimes it just hits home. You know what I mean? But okay. Mike Perkins, M-I-C Perkins, P-E-R-K-I-N-S. All right. Well, sir, again, I want to thank you for taking time out and joining us on the show for your first appearance. Yeah, hopefully it's many more, man. I enjoyed this. This is cool. Okay, so hold on for a second. This is the John Effect Podcast, and this is When I Was 17 with Spence from Views from the Seven. It's 2022. I decided to switch things up. As I've said on social media, as I've said on the show, the hot seat is done. Like, I'm done with the hot seat. I wanted to try something different. I wanted to, you know, kind of go in a different direction, but also have some things that are, you know, kind of what to expect from me. So I made a list. I had invitations I sent out. And when I was in my bag for this segment, there were people that I had to have on the list and my thing is this when i collaborate i always want to have it make sense and there are collaborations that just make sense you can't bottle or you can't replicate certain chemistry and certain dynamics so my very special guest today i'm gonna let him introduce himself and then we're gonna kick things off yo man it's vince three-time champion Yes, 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 sir. This is your third time on yeah. the show, but brother. I want to thank you for joining me in this new wave of what I'm doing creatively. I thought, how can I do a new segment and not have Spence in the mix? So thank you, brother, for taking your time out of your schedule and uh, coming to the crazy zone and, you know, doing things with this when I was 17 segment. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, man. Three times. The John Effect <laughs> podcast show champion, God damn it, I'm um, here. And I thank you. So we're going to kick things off. So you know what the subject is. So my first question, what year were you 17? Oh, shit. 2005? Four, five? Damn, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> damn, wow. Oh, five, oh, 0506 because I graduated in 06, I was still 17. Okay, okay, all right. So, follow up to that, and it's a two parter. So, first question How would you describe yourself in 17 in three words, then at 17? And then the flip of that is looking back now, how would you describe yourself at 17 in three words? Back then, um, I would say I was, I was uh, stressed out pimping. Okay. Um, looking back, shit, man. What were you doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I got for that. I was, yeah, man. God damn. Okay, no, I, I definitely respect the uh, transparency. So I'm gonna follow that up with what at 17 was something that you absolutely despised and why um shit something to when i was 17 i absolutely despised it can be uh, anything like it doesn't have to be a person it can be a trend it can be whatever 
getting the chick knocked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, okay. Shout out to my son, though. Amazing. <laughs> that really spins. That's what you absolutely despised at 17 was getting. Fucking yeah. Fuck, yeah. Okay. I tried everything. <laughs> okay. So, wow. Was not, that's definitely a Spence answer. Um, so we're going to kind of kick things in a pop culture uh, space for a second. At that time, when you were 17, who was the most overrated celebrity and why do you think they were so overrated? And why did you why were you not for them at that time? Oh, fucking Flo Rider. I fucking hated him. Flo Rider and fucking Akon. Oh my God. I, I can definitely feel you on both of them. Oh my God. I still feel the hatred that I felt for them back then. Why? I'm, I'm curious why. <sighs> the Besides fucking music. Oh my, the music. Because back then, back then, it was still, even though we were transitioning, right. we, had still, we still had CDs. A lot of cars still didn't have CD players like that. So right. it was it was the radio. Oh yeah. And I think if you if a song was not good, it just all day, every day. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. Oh uh, yeah, fuck them both. <laughs> I have to agree with you on both of them because I remember, I mean, I was feeling a little bit older than you, but I remember that whole craze of Akon and Flow Rider. And I'm like, this is shitty music. Like oh, this my is God. It's shitty, it's generic, there are no bars. It's just like, but you're playing this shit over and over again. Are you trying to convince us? Because it was it was just a no. It's a hard stop. No, turn that shit off. But you're after yeah. like, that, right, What's so, that Akon? Oh, the Akon. What's that song called? Lo is it Lonely? Yeah. Lonely. Oh, my I God. I fucking hate yeah. music. It's trash. <laughs> the automatic skip. Whew. So another yeah. two-part question in the same space. Who at 17 that you thought, when I'm 15, 20 years down the line, they're still going to be popping? And then who's someone, when you were 17, like, there's no way they're going to be around in 10 to 15 years? Okay, say the first, the first part for me one more time. I got the second part. Okay, so for the first part, who at 17 and you were like, you know what? X person is going to be around for a minute and then they're not here right now. Not, gotcha. I mean, not death wise, but like pop wise. Oh. For the first part, um, I would have to say Wayne was somebody that was popping in that I didn't think that would still be here, right? No, somebody back then that was popping that you'd be like 10, 15 years later, they still gonna be popping. Wayne, that's definitely Wayne. You know, you okay, so let, let's 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 unbox a little bit because I'm a little surprised by your answer because Wayne was definitely popping when you were 17. Would you say Wayne isn't popping because he's I want to say semi-retired or because he's just falling off? Uh, he's definitely kind of falling off. He's, he's made a, you know, he's made a, a, a effort to, you know, get back on songs and, and really put a, you know, put forth the effort to make them a little better. But, uh, his fall from grace is pretty. When we talk about when I was 17, he was, yeah. yeah, the people were putting him up there with the best. Okay. So I, I, I get just, what you're saying and I a hundred percent agree with you. But let's kind of unbox it a little bit more. You can only in that genre and probably in music for the most part, you can you only have a window of time. It only gets to a point where if you're over 30, 35, can you really still Jay-Z is an anomaly um, for the most part. Can you really still expect to be as popping as as relevant because the newer crop is coming in each and every year? I mean, if you look back, if you look back, uh, Kanye is still here, uh, still here, going strong. Jay Z is still here. Okay. Uh, 
shit, Beyonce. Um, okay. I, I mean, but is that, is that hype and loyalty or is that actual like numbers on the board, actual critical acclaim? And uh, I, I, I speak more so to the Beyonce thing because Jay, like Jay, like I said before, Jay's in a class of his own. And I feel like Jay is manipulating the narrative. But that's just me. I, 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 shit, I can't. I ain't mad at that. But I mean, they're still there, though. You know what yeah, I mean? They're right. still, they're still names as far as like big names from back in my day. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Wayne would. Wayne was up there, and I think his fall from grace was like too steep. Okay, I, I can see that. I can rock with that. So, who's somebody that you're surprised that is like here, like? Damn. Boosie. Fucking Boosie. Okay, okay. So this is interesting. Is he really here though? Yes. Boosie I, is a global name. I now. global okay. Okay. You're you're really spinning out today. Global. He's a global name. Global. Spin. Yes. Boosie is global. You he cannot make a tweet. Every time he tweets. It's all over news. It's it's all over like fucking news news and shit now. Okay. Will, he he was just a hood nigga at first. Okay. He is a global name now. I I will give you that. And I'll, I'll this last I'll give that to you. I will give that to you because as someone that is supposed to be a rapper, an artist, he's not really known for the music now, but I didn't specify the question, so I get it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I get it in that space, but it, let's kind of rope it back. Music-wise, I feel like he fell off. I feel like he had his moment, and when he was in his lane, it was regional at best. But I, but I, but I respect your answer because you're you're right. He, I, I don't know about the global part, but he's <laughs> definitely in the headlines. But it's it's not for the thing that you were introduced to the world. For you supposed to be a rapper, but okay, I, I I respect it. All right, so my question for you next. So, mm-hmm. and this is and put a pin in this one because this will kind of circle back when we're done recording. Gotcha. At seventeen, where did you see yourself at thirty? Ooh, dead in jail. Okay. Not gonna lie to you. Okay, all right. All right, we're going to get real step over to the next. Yeah, I was doing my thing. I was doing my, you know, I was doing my thing uh, back then, man. And so, yeah, that was it. Okay. All right. So, next question. Who are some of your celebrity crushes when you were 17? Ooh. Maya. Okay. Maya was there always. Maya. uh, Kelly Rowland. Okay. Yeah, I've been down, man. These ain't new. Maya Kelly Rowling. Um, when I was 17. Uh, I fucked with Sierra, man, even though everybody thought she was piping. But I fucked with her. I fucked with her. Wait a minute. So you fucked with... Okay, hold on. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Okay, I can see. I can see 05, 06 Sierra. But if we talking about 04 Sierra before the nose job and before she lost weight, yeah. Because goodies was goodies was what 04. Yeah, goodies was 04. So you yeah, about a year yeah. later. Yeah, I, yeah, I give it to yeah, yeah. Sierra was definitely we're talking about now. Now we talking about Bow Wow era, Bow Wow Sierra era. Okay, all right. All yeah. Right. All right. So next question, and. Feel free to answer however you like. What? How did you approach race and race relations at seventeen? Or was all it even something on your radar? I was. All, I was one of them all lives matter niggas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. I was fucking. <laughs> you're not born to hate. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. So I was one of them niggas, man. Shout out to them though. Oh, okay. All right. So, 
at 17, did you think the world was too sensitive? Did you think that we placed too much importance on being politically correct? Mm. Um, nah, because my little box was so crazy at the time. Right. Um, no, nah, I thought the world was already nuts. Okay, that's fair. That's I thought fair. the world was already nuts, to be completely honest with you. Uh, by that time, shit, 17. Um, yeah, man, my, you know, my, my, my stepbrother uh, caught a big, a big, big, big prevalent case out here. Right. Um, so shit was all over the news and everything. So by that time, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. I was thinking it was shit was already nuts already. Okay. What's the craziest thing that you did at 17? The craziest thing? Uh, ooh, wee. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Uh, that's redacted. Uh, let me see, just to, to, to uh, the craziest thing I did when I was 17, aside from the craziness. Uh oh, I was having sex in church. Oh, was sex. As oh, a listener of your show, you I've definitely heard you talk about those stories. So. Yeah. My, my shout out to my shout out to my grandma, man. She used to let me and bro clean the church and shit. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That 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 yeah, definitely crazy. So at 17, where did you see technology? going 10, 15 years down the line? And are you surprised where we are as far as technology goes now? Fuck yeah, man. When I was 17, I had the fake, uh, uh, the, the eye, what was some things? They was fake though. It was fake. The eye, um, what the fuck do they call? Remember the little eye, the little eye one? The little, it was very little. Uh, Wait, what? I'm trying to think. Remember them things at first that, that Apple came out with that you should be able to put music on? Oh, iPod. The iPods, but I had this fake one. It was like an oval. Oh, oh, okay. I yeah, I had the fake, I had the fake joint, man. It's, um, you can only, you know, it can only hold probably about 15 songs on. But okay. uh yeah, from where we are now, man, god damn, like, ooh, viruses on computers to now I just have, I have everything at my disposal. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. All right. So the next one's kind of not a loaded question. It's a layered question. So at 17, who was your favorite artist? What was your favorite record? What was your favorite television show? And what was your favorite movie? Okay. 2017. No, um, when you, I'm sorry. When you were 17. When you were 17. My apologies. When I was 17. Okay. Yeah. So I would probably say my favorite my favorite movie for that time, for that year. Or the Yeah. Inside Man. I loved Inside Man. I think it was Inside Man. That was a good movie. It's Inside Man. Inside yeah. Man with uh with Denzel. I think yeah. that was 2000, 2005, 2006. Yeah, I think that was 2005. Okay, yeah. Inside Man was my shit. Uh my favorite artist. Ooh, we. Uh, I would have to go with uh with 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 Boosie, man. Okay. And my favorite song, damn, it was so many, man. My favorite song back then probably was uh, "Touchdown to Cause Hell." Yeah, okay. "Touchdown right. to Cause Hell." To, yeah. Uh. Favorite TV show? Yeah. Mm. Around the Horn on ESPN. Okay. Around right. the Horn was, was 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 elite back then. All right. So this next question. So you can't use your celebrity crushes because you gave me some top tier. Um. So this is when you were seventeen. Who were some of the baddest bitches out when you were seventeen? Oh my goodness. 
off the top of the head. Uh, ooh, Superhead, definitely. Okay. Superhead was there. Superhead was there. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. Ooh. Um, fuck, what's her name? Melissa Ford. Melissa Ford was, was all right. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, yeah, I would definitely give you Melissa Ford. I would give you Melissa Ford over Superhead. I feel like Superhead. If we're just on paper, I feel like she's just okay. But because you know she's a freak and she lets you bust off her throat, it raises you know the appeal factor. But okay, I, I definitely agree. Uh, um, you remember? You remember? Um, she was in fucking Nelly video. I think her first name is Tay. Tay Hackard. There you go. Woo. Okay. Woo. And the homies had her out here for a minute, too. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. And, and Polly Superhead, her and Pinky were legends back then. Okay. Okay. All right. So those are your bad bitches when you were 17. So we're going to wrap it up with a few questions. Um, who was your biggest inspiration when you were 17? It can be personal. It can be a celebrity. However, you want to answer. When I was seventeen, uh, probably Pac, Pac and my man, my pops. Okay, Pac and my pops, man. All right. So, what was the biggest trends going on when you were seventeen, and did you follow it, or were you like, you know what, this is whack? Oh, 17, the biggest trends. The do-rags in the pockets, they had to match your fit. Okay. Both pockets you had to have. Tall tees. I remember that. I remember that. Um, pro clubs. Okay. If you had a tall tee in a pro club, you're a shooter. We ain't, uh, you ain't <laughs> even. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like okay. a fucking weighted vest. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Ooh. Oh, the belts. Remember the belts they used to have the, uh, the words going across them? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I do remember those. <laughs> yeah. You had to have both of them, though. You had the one that had the words going across it, and then you had the ones that actually had the word, like, in – it wasn't metal. Yeah, I know. It was something about. else. With the rhinestones. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, I hated that. Oh, I hated that Oh, shit. man. Oh. Ooh. And then um, I want to say pink was still pink was still super big, and uh, button up shirts. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I I definitely remember that because I think that's when everybody was doing uh, the the button down shirt with the with the the blazer and yep. then the jeans and then. We were doing sneak. I want to say we were doing sneakers. I know on the East Coast we were doing sneakers. Like that was big the ass thing. jeans and sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't miss. That. I don't miss that chart. Right. Diesel jeans. Diesel jeans. Yeah, the diesel jeans. The button down. The blazer, and then the fitted. I'm just like, what the fuck were we thinking? Like this nasty ah. times, man. Nasty I, I, times. I look back at some of those pictures, Mac French. So, a final question for you. You, if you could give yourself three pieces of advice to your 17-year-old self, what would that advice be? Um, man, just be on your player, man. You ain't got to be in love with all these hoes. <laughs> okay. Ah. Okay. I mean. Uh, that's one. That's one. Uh, two. Um. You know, don't damn your life for nobody. All right. Uh, and that's just because, you know, coming up, you know, being being smart and nerdy and shit, that shit wasn't never cool. You know what I mean? Right, of course. It was always being super hard on your thug shit. That, you know. Um, and three, strap up, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. Fuck. Okay. Well, Spence, the spotlight is on you. 
take us out with where the listeners will find you. This is your time to plug all your stuff, talk your shit. All right. Uh, this is Spence, man, as always, man. Three-time John Effect podcast show champion. Um, you can find me every Thursday, man, on uh, Views from the 7. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. That's J-U-S Call Me Spence. Uh, that's, man, that's it, man. I appreciate you. This was cool, man. Of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to do the show with me. Always.